Welcome to Eyewitness Beauty, the podcast where we talk about the biggest stories in the beauty industry each week. Just as a refresher, I am Nick Axelrod Welk, and I am joined by the one and only, she needs no introduction, but we're going to give it to her, Diamond Creek Bomb. I am now legally... Changed your name to Diamond. I am Diamond. Yeah, professionally, legally. That's a big move. Yeah. I didn't um, want to, but since you just kept calling me that on the podcast, now everybody calls me that. So, Well, firstly, we should probably address the elephant in the room. Rude. (laughs) (laughs) We're in the same room. (laughs) Um, Which is our summer break that ended up extending through, what is it, October 22nd? And let's just, we're going to lay lay it bare because we've never not been honest with you. We spent so much money making this podcast as a, just like a beautiful art project that when both of our business lives went into overdrive, it just became completely unfeasible to spend so much of our hard-earned cash mm. on the podcast production. But what we are going to do is we're going to make a concerted effort to come back in some capacity, whether it's occasional, whether it's frequent, whether it's infrequent. But I feel like first and foremost, we should just mention we're here, Annie and I are here together in person recording from Los Angeles. And I feel like even though we have now had a few days to catch up, we should we should just catch the readers up on what has been going on in both of our lives do you have any, like what are the sort of the bullet points for you, Annie? Well, your life has changed the most drastically. I it would has? say, <laughs> yes, you moved. Okay, I did move. I moved home. <laughs> You're literally having another child. We're having another child uh, due in January. I took a job at the United Talent Agency, and so now I work a nine to five. I love it the most. And I think that those, those that's that it. it. That covers it. We basically renovated a rental home, which I wouldn't recommend you do, but we kind of had to make it work because we're having a baby boy. So I know it's happening. Okay. Headlines, bullet points for you. Stop services is doing great. The company grew a ton since basically I stopped doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a correlation? Is that causation? I think it's just correlation. Yeah. I mean, the podcast (laughs) does drain me of so much energy. I think I've been able to actually focus on this. To like channel it into the brand? No, no, no. We hired a bunch of people that are really talented and great. So that definitely had a lot to do with something happened that I didn't want to ever happen. And I always, I think on the podcast, I talked about how brands, manufacturers sold out products for marketing purposes. And oh, then, meaning like they'll say it's sold out. Uh-huh. And then... And have a wait list. And then look at me. Look, and then it happened to And then it to happened you. to me. So if you are a reader and you bought their plush, which was is our overnight hand treatment, was... Was... R.I.P. More is coming soon. It sold out, so thanks. So that was really exciting because that product was such a pain in the ass, truly. But I love it. But it took so long. I mean, we talked about custom molds. You know yeah. how I was always bitching about custom molds? Yeah. This is Fair it. Plush. That's yeah. what was happening in the background. That was, You never know what someone's going through. True. I didn't even know that Theraplush, to me, wasn't even like a, a whisper in the back of my head. And I, meanwhile, you're going through this like psychodrama I know. internally about I it. I didn't want people to know that I was like going into hand cream because like, <laughs> you know, that's yeah. like a totally different category. It's like, well, what category are you in now? Are you doing nails next? Like Exactly. You could go down the hand, you could go up the arm and get into like deodorants. <gasps> what else? What else? I mean, honestly, nothing. I'm selling, <laughs> I'm in flux. I'm trying to sell my car and don't tell my landlord, but... I think apartment. it's time to get like a an adult apartment. Really? Like with a dishwasher <laughs> and laundry in the building. That's all I want. So you know what's crazy is I'll be 39 next month. And I realized when we moved into this, we moved from a apartment that we were renting, like in a condo building to a house. And I realized that this is the first time ever I've lived in a house like on my own house. Like I moved- That freestanding structure. Yeah, like I moved out of my parents' house when I was 15. I went to boarding school 
then I lived in like apartments or dorms ever since. And then apartments in New York and an apartment in LA. And this is like the first time that we like have a yard and mm-hmm. we have to like bring the trash cans out to the curb. Yeah. I've never lived in a house either. No, I wouldn't know have, what to do. Well, the fact that like before I moved to LA, having a dishwasher and laundry, not just in your like complex but like in your unit was would like that was like the epitome of luxury if I, like you have to be bloomberg in new york city to have those two well, things especially now it's insane when you used to when you would go through a broker for an apartment in new york normally it was like a month fee for the broker yeah. right like for the broker fee if they charge you a fee at all you used to be able to find apartments that were like no fee and now it's very hard the other day i was looking at an apartment and i was like ready to make the move I had to get 20K together to move into this fucking apartment. <laughs> so dumb. Not for not for just the realtor fee, but for but everything like, altogether. Like and last because, and security and yeah, like and all the, that. And the realtor fee now is 15% of the yearly rent. That's the standard in New York. And this place was like, I mean, this place was like a dream apartment, I will say. I will say. Did you apply? The guy told me I had it. He and fucking lied to me. Oh. I, I don't know. I think he was just in a mood and I think he gave it to me and then I took a beat to think about it and he get, then gave it to someone else. And yeah. then he said, he blamed it on like a clerical error. That's that a he really, was just like a bitchy realtor. Yeah, that's annoying. I mean, I think in general, apartments in New York City are so expensive. The The market seemed to like weaken slightly during COVID, but now... But then it, it's it, crazy it right overcracked. Right. It's very expensive to live in New York right now. And in LA too. I mean, like the housing market, I mean, this is actually not that interesting to most people. Sorry, it's inflation. <laughs> I mean, this but is real life. This is It's real life. It's inflation. And we're living with it and we're dealing with it. And I'm literally eating rice and beans. We literally knew and we have known that the world is sort of like a festering dumpster fire in terms of the climate and I would say the disease. world is in its flop era. I, th- <laughs> I think the I think I'm going to call it right now. I was talking to my husband last night and I was saying, you know what? I think that the world I think that we are going to see the end of the world like in our lifetime. We're like very much feeling the effects of climate change on like a daily basis. It's like mm-hmm. very much it's affecting our lives mm-hmm. and will like affect our kids, certainly our kids' lives. But like, I think it's, I think this is, it's over for us hoes. Anyway. Anyway. It's a really nice day today. It and is you a do nice, have another baby on the way. We do have another baby on the way. It is a nice day today. And the first thing I've been dying to, I like, I wanted this yeah, podcast but- <laughs> back so badly because I, I, we have to talk about Ozempic. You get, I, Nick told me about this last night for the first time and it's blowing my Goddamn Okay, so for those very few, I hope, who don't know what Ozempic is, it is a injectable, once weekly injectable uh, medication that was initially created for diabetes to treat help treat diabetes and has subsequently been approved in certain scenarios for obesity and to treat weight loss. And, you know, why we're talking about it here is that it's basically become allegedly the device, so to speak, by which everyone famous who has suddenly gotten skinnier um, has achieved such a feat. So think about your gals that start with the letter K. Think about your singers. Think about your comedic actresses. Like, think about anyone who has gone through a dramatic weight loss. It's sort of become also, in addition to obesity, it's also just treating people who want to lose weight. So, you know, I had to get it. (laughs) And I say that flippantly, but I don't really mean to because I, I, the issue with the, the medication is, you know, if you don't have diabetes or you're not clinically obese, I think it's really hard to get your insurance to cover it. So, it is around like $1,000 a month out of pocket if you want to, if you just want it to treat weight loss. But I guess the issue is that because so many people are now gravitating to the medication or asking their doctors for it, doctors are prescribing it, that it's, cr- it's created a bit of a shortage for those who actually need the medication. I was about to ask. It is. First insulin and now this. Yeah. To back up for a second, the way that it works <laughs> is that it is like, I believe an enzyme or a hormone, a peptide 
that uh, you inject and it basically tricks your body into being full. Like it's like the, a chemical gastric sleeve. Yes. I'm not a scientist, as everyone knows, but it's basically like injecting a chemical that makes your body feel like it's full. And so then to fast forward again, I'm on it. And the reason I'm on it is, and this is completely honest, I, during COVID, gained probably 35 pounds, I think, like from beginning to end. Like it just, all my behaviors, my sort of nutritional behaviors went out the window. Like I think probably a lot of people can relate to the fact that at least in the first year, it was like, is the world over? Like, will we ever leave our houses? Like, who cares? Let's drink, let's eat. So when you started Anxiety Baker, was that like a cry for help? (laughs) I mean, it was certainly a symptom of a larger problem. Yeah, the, Um, the, you know, the Instagram account, the Anxiety Baker. Yeah, I had a very short-lived... Yeah, I had a short-lived Instagram account where I was making cookies. I mean, I was eating probably a half a sheet of cookies a day for like, you know, call it six months. Anyway, I ended up, you know, at the end of COVID, 35 pounds heavier, none of my clothes fit. And I've been wearing a lot of like oversized clothes as a result, not just because it's kind of fashionable now, but also because... You should really teach a masterclass because I had no idea that you had gained 35 pounds. I, I just hide it. My husband likes to say I tuck it away in cute places. Um, I, my face is the last thing to, to show it. Anyway, I went to the doctor recently and my labs were not great. They were not pre-diabetic, but they were like basically pre-pre-diabetic. So all the bad, mar- the markers of bad health had gone up significantly, mm-hmm. including the markers of diabetes and cholesterol, et cetera. Again, not pre-diabetic, pre-pre, but enough so that like my doctor said, we need to like figure out how to kind of get you back on track. And I had tried for several months to just like modify my behavior. But after like two and a half or three years of like, a, you know, in a routine, it's really, really, really tough to like force yourself to modify the behavior. And so I, I started Ozempic about four weeks ago. And here's what it actually does. It makes you feel nauseous all the time. Mm. So so the second day I was on it, I was like, okay, maybe the nausea is subsiding a little bit. Maybe I can sort of start to like, you know, introduce at least like liquids back into my diet. It was like for the first day, I couldn't really eat anything. It also slows your digestion in general. So you actually are fuller longer because it's just slowing how fast your body processes the food. So I make myself a blueberry uh, protein smoothie Mm -hmm. and I drink it. Mm. Five seconds later, I have to project, I like have to vomit so badly. I, I run into my bedroom, which we had just carpeted with a white carpet. Mm -hmm. And like, it was almost like a cartoon. Like I was trying to hold in the vomit, but it was like, it was like leaking through my hands (laughs) and I like couldn't control myself. Blueberry smoothie all over the white carpet as I'm like running to the bathroom that I have to access through my bedroom. All of which is to say, I dialed it. I didn't try to, you know, poke the beast for a few days. This The nausea has subsided, but the baseline is that you're just not that hungry. And I think, I mean, I'm not trying to stop eating. I'm trying to at least like get a little bit of distance from those bad behaviors to kind of create new behaviors. Okay. And... Uh, I was talking to my nutritionist. Is it snacking or is it portion size? Great question. So what it, the first week, what I did learn. No, what was your problem? Oh, well, what I learned is like, I would be going to the kitchen and I wasn't hungry, but I was so, the behavior was like, oh, I'd go to the kitchen. And it's like, clearly it's like, I was just snacking and eating like shitty food when I like wasn't even hungry because I'm like, wait, I'm not even hungry. Why am I sitting in the kitchen? And it was like, that was just the behavior. Mm -hmm. I think too, just like eating higher fat foods, like ice creams and things like that, that like I wouldn't have had so much before. But when you think the world is ending, you're like, why does it matter anyway? Um, And it feels good. So I've like kind of noticed those behaviors. And I talked to a nutritionist before I did this and she thought it was a, a a good idea for like a three to six month period just to kind of reset. 
But you've I've, already lost so much I've weight. lost like 15 pounds. You're going to be on it for three to six months? Yeah, but like I'm not trying to lose weight that quick. Like I, I, the goal is not to like strip down weight really quickly because that also can be really, really bad for you. So I'm now just trying to get back into healthier habits, which this just makes it, it's like a tool to, that makes it easier. Um, I know I've like been down the TikTok Ozempic rabbit hole. It's there's a TikTok Ozempic. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like there's it's well there's three different drugs. There's Manjaro, Wigovi, and Ozempic, and now probably just like the algorithm hearing me say this is going to now serve you this content too. But like a, a lot of people can't even eat anything, which obviously is a really bad idea. You can like lose a ton of muscle and obviously weight really quickly, which is not good for your skin laxity and all that stuff. So I just wanted to share my experience because I like was waiting to talk to someone. But the fact that you didn't even know what Ozempic is blows my mind. It's did like you, what all the you, it's what all the all the girls are on it. You mentioned some famous girls that are on it. And a lot of people that I know personally who are not famous are on it. But the thing is like I I feel like I would have seen it mentioned on Reddit. It's been I mean it it's been on Reddit, honey. I always okay, so there's like been articles like in the Hollywood Reporter and the New York Times like about how and page six had like a big thing about how it's okay, like Okay, and cool he's just thing. a big dumb dumb it's out of the <laughs> loop, living under a rock. Yeah. So that's Ozempic. You know, obviously the first concern I had was that it was gonna be like a fen fen situation where like in a few you know, years we're going to figure out that it actually like ends your life. What did Fenfen do? Fenfen created art coronary damage, like heart damage, oh, damage like your heart. Yeah, because I think it was a, it was a amphetamine or like um, not amphetamine. It it uh, a stimulant, and that was how it reduced your hunger. I think, but this is actually like a hormone or a peptide. I think is what my husband told us mm-hmm. that simulates a feeling of fullness. All, the only thing I know about peptides, which brings us to our next story, Road Beauty. Is there, their whole thing <laughs> is peptides. <laughs> yeah, but I'm being serious. No, I know too. it was. Yeah. They're like, it was like their peptide I've glazing never, fluid. I've never whatever. heard of peptides in relation to diet, but I always thought it was. Good for your, they're good for your skin and good for your like diet. I, should, I feel like we should know this. If they, <laughs> I have, I mean, I do sometimes see like, pep, like ceramides. Are those peptides? Are those ceramides? Mm, I don't know. Are ides all related? I think so. They have. They must be. There must. I never be. claim to be a chemist. <laughs> no, I neither one of us them. do. But actually, Haley Bieber did work with a chemist when she developed Road. And I think that what's funny is, like, obviously, since we last recorded, there have been so many brands that have launched celebrity skincare brands. Road Beauty seems to be one that uh, has avoided most scrutiny or like criticism mm-hmm. for being like a cash grab. People seem to like the products. They've sold out multiple times. They have some very serious, hardworking people behind the brand yeah. too. I want to say the guy who has the brand Beauty Stat developed the products with her. Okay. It's like a dermatologist. He's like a cosmetic chemist, like serious cosmetic chemist. Mm-hmm. He developed the products with her. She was like very exacting in what she wanted and has mm-hmm. been surrounded herself, I think, with pretty smart people. I mean, the whole evolution, I mean, it, it made sense. If, if somebody was going to, if I were still consulting and people were like, who would you do? A skin, you have to do a celebrity skincare brand with like the pick from these 10 celebs. And she was one. I would, yes, because she, and the buildup, you know, we predicted it because she had been posting so much skincare content. I was freaking out thinking she was going to do an acne line because Justin famously struggles with acne, but her skin's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And we haven't even been able to get our hands on it because it sells out. Yeah, people are really frustrated that it keeps selling out. There's like and it's the... so crazy to think that it sells out that quickly because the minimum order quantities for beauty, especially a brand like hers that's doing really well, I'm sure they're ordering batches of 20, 30,000. Yeah. They're I mean, printing I she... money at Road Beauty they right must now. Be. But it's never a good situation when you're sold out because like think about just like how many every day, every hour, there's like people you like you're leaving money on the table. Yeah, but I'm at that but think about the demand. I mean, if they're moving through forty thousand units every like six, eight weeks. That's crazy. You know. Did, I, have, did we talk about last time that rare beauty? Not to Nick. go there, but Selena Gomez's rare beauty is apparently the number one brand at Sephora. I'm not surprised. 
That's, that doesn't surprise me at all. Why? The power of the Selena Gomez, like, fan base is, like, Taylor Swift, like, un, unmatched. Like, Blackpink level. Like, the other thing is, I think, so that's, like, why the brand, like, was successful at the launch. But then every the people that, so everybody that wanted to be skeptical were like, oh, the formulas are good. And the shade range is good. I am on a subreddit that is basically like a support group for um, olive undertones. Um, <laughs> they love rare beauty, and yeah, they're always talking about how great like the the products are. I personally don't love them. I got the foundation and I got the concealer, but not every product is for every skin type. I've always said that. Yeah, and. I was initially, we talked about it, like very skeptical using mental health as like a marketing, like to market lipstick and like, you know, they call it like generalized anxiety lip gloss or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like Um, kindness, like (laughs) pinchy blush. Right. Um, But I kind of think they seem to be She's so earnest about it. Like you actually can't knock it. Yeah. You see her talking about it and you're like, this is true. But can we go back to the question? My question is like, I and maybe it's because I'm not Gen Z, but the uh, the 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 enduring appeal of Selena Gomez, who does not live her life on Instagram, like is kind of pretty curated and. Not, I listen. I'm under the impression that she's like a very cool person because she works with Kate Young. <laughs> like I just right. Yeah. I was always ever since I like learned that I was like, oh, I. Selena sounds like a really cool <laughs> person that Just I like, like by extension. Yeah, maybe like be friends with and get to know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I just, I don't, maybe it's because I never watched Wizards of Waverly Place. She was, yeah, she was, like, that, that was that the thing. Like, I would never, like, her? I didn't grow up with her. It's yeah. not that I like turned my nose up to her. It's just like, but I, it's like I grew up with Punky Brewster, but I'm not out here like lining up to meet Soleil Moonfry. Yeah, but I don't think you, you, you were not, you were not a fanboy for anything. I went when I was like seven, I would go, or like nine, I would go to Astor Place Barbers in New York and I would bring a picture of Donnie Wahlberg from the New Kids on the Block and I wanted the Donnie Wahlberg haircut. Okay. I was into New Kids on the Block, but not like obsessed. I didn't go to a concert. Yeah, but I guess like marketing's different now. Social media, I think like is like pouring gas on like the idea of like fandoms and like... But it's like her, it's just Being funny, able to activate it's funny that like she, people are just so like, so obsessed with her. Like she's in that Amazon show that like keeps on getting nominated for everything. And like, I don't think she can act her way out of a paper bag, but people give her lots of jobs. Is it because of her audience? Like, just like she brings the exposure in the audience. Trying to remember if I think she can act. I can't remember. And she can't sing. I like, she has some I, good, oh, I, like, I didn't she, say I don't like her music. <laughs> I love her music, but well, she can't we, sing. How long has singing been a part of being a successful, music making act. incredible music? Great point. But it's like, all of her songs are so good. But like, Has she worked with Charlie Pugh, our favorite? Puth, yes. Puth? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> sorry. Is that the French way of pronouncing it? The Pugh? I'm sorry, Puth. that doesn't come now. Puth. I don't like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, she actually it. did do a song with Charlie Puth. Um, Puth? Puth. P-U-T-H. Like Poosh? Any relation to Poosh? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't like that part of the alphabet. The T-H? The Puth. <laughs> <laughs> it feels It's unnatural. good we're not using like a real podcast mic setup because that would be like... It would like, be too graphic. It would, well, it would just... Yeah, the P's would be really hitting your speakers right now. Okay, so that's that. Should I get my notes out? Yes, we have notes because we wanted to make sure not to leave a single thing out. Brad Pitt. Nick, did I? I told you about this. I broke the news. You did whisper did it I, to me, and, and I did tried I mention to, on the podcast, or was I too scared? No, at the I time? think we were too scared to mention that you had heard Brad was working on a skincare brand. He launched it last, you know, in September. It's called Domain. Yeah, hold on, let me look it up. And it's, it has the imagine the most hideous wooden caps that a straight fifty-year-old guy would make. I'm not even kidding. I've been avoiding social media <laughs> because since of this that. came out. Because I just, I was just like, you, you know what? That, that you like, take a social media break. I did. From it. I'm not even kidding. I was like, this is like too. And then the Johnny Depp Amber after the after Johnny Depp Amber Heard, and then the aftermath of that. When then, and then I felt complicit in like 
so, like remember we covered Milani Cosmetics and like the yeah. apparently like even that tape was wrong because that didn't really yeah because they were just using the makeup case as like a prop in court they never they never expected anybody to think this was the exact concealer that she used no I think I are you sure anyway. It's all very confusing. It's Let's all just very leave it confusing. at that. Okay. So, you also, then, do you also hear that, like, during the trial and after the trial, uh, so uh, Dior Sauvage, like the fragrance that Johnny Depp is the face of, they extended like, his contract. Right? Yeah, and it, like has like been the number one like skew that Dior fragrances has. That's on all of you guys. <laughs> yeah, not on me. I don't have Dior Sauvage. Oh, Sauvage, whatever it's called. Oh, you're not. Sorry, I'm getting you mixed up with another important man in my life who is a Johnny Depp supporter. Really? Yeah. I think here's the thing. I think that that is a very complicated and nuanced situation. However, I just don't think it's about being a supporter of Johnny Depp. I don't. I don't think it's about. Yeah, I don't think it's about making it a concern for your life at all. No, I think it's like let them. So, so being, so being exhausted from that saga. And then I'm seeing the Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie. I was just like, and then the skincare is like somehow related to it. So the, so, okay. Anyway, to back up, Brad Pitt, <clears throat> uh, out of seemingly nowhere, launches some videos and does like a little press blitz for a skincare brand that he launched called Domain that uses like. He's like, rest- all right, guys, what's this for Snapchat? All right. Like, let's. <laughs> Like, he, like, clapped his hands and rubbed him. He's like, what am I going to talk about? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, and apparently, like, he had never seen the products before in his life. And he was like, I washed my face. Really? Yeah. He was like, yeah, I actually... Oh, no. In the interview, he goes, yeah, I actually like that one. <laughs> I actually like that one. So it's... So he launched... And they're, like, exorbitantly expensive. Like, $375 for, like, a serum. Yeah, because Brad Pitt can't be associated with anything. And it uses, it's microphone. very like codally, like it uses the like power of like the wine grape because, and this is how it all is apparently connected to the ongoing legal battle between Angelina and Brad. Allegedly. Allegedly is that he's using the wine grapes from Miraval, the vineyard and estate that he and Angelina owned. Essentially what happened, Angelina sold her half without telling Brad, allegedly, which puts Brad in a really tough position financially because he... He's stuck holding the grapes. He's stuck holding the <laughs> grapes. And you know what he said? When life gives you grapes, make, make skincare. skincare. <laughs> and so he did. Um, and it's some gobbledygook about, like, you know, Reservatrol and antioxidants. I'm trying to find a visual. So and it's just... the most god-awful packaging you've ever seen. It's total. It's man, it's man, like the gender-made beauty packaging. And yes. you guys know what I'm talking about. I mean, I, I always knew that he was like really, quote-unquote, into architecture. And like, he probably thought it like looked like a Frank Gehry, you know, building or something. But it is, it's the most cumbersome. Is it even refillable? I have, Brad Pitt's the type of guy that's like, have you ever been to Marfa? <laughs> <laughs> he also released a line of cashmere sweaters with like uh, buttons made of crystals that were charged with energy. That's the other thing celebrities are doing. Cashmere brands. Yeah. Gigi. Oh, Elsa true. Hosk. Yeah. I feel like other I mean, people. I love cashmere, so I get it. But like, how the, can you say you love cashmere? Like a blanket statement like that? No, I just, it, it feels. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love cashmere because it's soft, and like I. But do you think all cashmere is created equal? No, but like, listen. If I had to choose something to like put on my skin, and I had to, like I had to just like choose the fiber, so to speak, I would choose cashmere. Really, I would choose like mohair cotton blend. Really? Yeah. I think maybe I'm allergic to cashmere. Maybe that. What is, this is not cashmere, and this is gorgeous. Yeah, it's gorgeous, but I just like don't know if I need that. Like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know about that. Anyway, he did launch something else, and then not to be outdone, last week. So this is now October. Jared Leto announced that he's launching a health and wellness holistic brand of skin beauty products or something called 21 savages what is it called 28 palms <laughs> <laughs> hold on let me insane look. clown posse like it's something <laughs> it's something no they they can't be 28 palms it's already tower 28 beauty it's called like 22 palms no. something like that hold on 
This is and the- it's like tinctures and wellness things no. and maybe fragrance. And he he gave a, uh, an interview to Vogue.com when he released the products and basically says he's never used beauty products before. Um, Kirby, 29 Oh, I had to one, one up them. Is that a song? I bet that's a 30 Seconds to Mars song. I forgot that he, I, thought, I forgot <laughs> that 30 Seconds to Mars is a thing. It's fucking crazy. It must be a song, right? Oh my God, I was just. We're looking on the Instagram right now. I, but he, he, the, he, what, he doesn't tag his own beauty he brand? Says, oh, here we go. 29 Bombs. Pumps available now exclusively, oh, exclusively at, guess where? 29 Pumps. Oh, 30 Seconds to Mars.com? No. No, think Revolve. niche. No, think like Violet Gray. No, niche. <laughs> niche than Violet Gray. <laughs> Dover Street Market. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and he said something like he's never used. He was not really a beauty person. He didn't really use anything. And it's I like great. That. You're the perfect person to be launching a skincare brand. Speaking of another sort of like ill-conceived <laughs> notion for a brand, we didn't even put on our list what? any Cosmos. Kate Moss's line of wellness essentials. Oh, that has to, I bet, yeah, but I just, you know what, I, uh, that's Kate obviously Moss. a tax thing. That's like a money laundering tax. Like, <laughs> but thing. for Kate Moss to, with zero humor, not that I expected her to have like a great sense of humor, but with zero humor to launch a wellness lifestyle brand without even like referencing. Listen, older rich women have like no, no self awareness. Yeah. Rich, rich people in general. There's some rich people with self awareness. Who? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> there's literally not. I think you like lose sight of like there's no one in her life that was probably like Kate, like maybe like, you know, if we're going to like launch into wellness, it really needs to be sort of like nod to, you know, our past while embracing the future and like maybe make that a part of it. But also it's like I just because she's now into wellness doesn't mean wellness. <laughs> Wellness and Kate Moss. That is the funniest fucking combination. Because it's like, not only is she, did she launch this brand, Cosmos, which is a wellness lifestyle brand, but at the same time, she's still the creative director of Diet Coke. Which Diet is, Coke? Yes. You're, what? She's it, the creative director of Diet Coke. What is the sentence? Like, I don't understand what you're saying. It's like one of those creative directorships. Where when she's did like that the, happen? It happened like a year ago. What we like, a I feel like weird world we live in right now. So, Nick, you explain this because you're now you're the you're the I'm, type of person I'm, that I'm puts this shit together I know, now. I'm a problem now. Nick um, is one of like these agents. It's like, <laughs> boy, do I have an idea for you? And it's like, be the creative director for Diet Coke. Yeah. Well, like Kate think, Moss. He's, so like, he's like, okay, Kate if Moss I, and cocaine. Let's or Kate Moss and Coke. Let's change the narrative. <laughs> no, but so here's what I say. I say that Kate Moss and Diet Coke match made in fucking heaven. Really. Kate Moss and wellness essentials, not going to work. Hold on. I, I would say like Kate Moss sugar alternative, like a Splenda alternative would be such a genius idea. Call it powder by Kate Moss or something like that. Uh, it's so upsetting because she's so cool. Clearly. And then you look at this brand and it's just it's like, like stars and like holograms. Somebody sent her prisms. a deck and she was like, great, we'll take it. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it. I know. I can't imagine it's really thriving as a brand. It's just funny because it's like she, if anybody can make being unwell look cool, it's her. Yeah. Like embrace that. Or like have, well, speaking of another person who's not not going where they should be headed, Travis Barker launched Barker Skincare and like oh the you would assume Travis Barker, the drummer from Blink-182, now married to another lady with the two Ks in her name, Kourtney Kardashian. But who was the other person with two Ks? Oh, I was talking about on Ozempic, allegedly. Oh, I didn't think that people got that from the Ozempic conversation, but... So that, I was trying to be subtle. Um, but Travis Barker should have launched Tattoo Aftercare. That's what I said to Scott Campbell when he launched his skincare brand. And guess what? It's not. No. It's and fucking, it's like a if anybody should be a skin influencer, a, it's fucking... Travis Barker? Travis Barker. It's not that he launched a full skincare range, including a tattoo, you know, aftercare balm, but it's just a skincare brand. I think we need to explain why we get so upset about it. It's because of the minimum order quantity. If all these people came out with like a merch line where it's like you can do order 100 t-shirts of every size and like probably sell through it or whatever and not create that much waste. But like the amount of physical, like little like dinky items that are just like- Required to like make the thing. Yeah. That is just, that's like 
off the shelf like products that are going to yeah. sit there and just collect dust. It's- to me, that's I mean, yes, we've talked about how like waste is a, obviously a huge problem that will be the end of us. However, for me, where my anger and frustration comes from is not even that. It's more just like when you see someone going the wrong direction, you know, like when you know the right way to get someplace and then you see someone go the wrong direction, you're like, no, like, what are you doing? Your image. Yeah, like, yeah. or just like, why are you not doing the, yeah. the the thing that you should be doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I could wrap my head around Travis Barker tattoo aftercare. Obviously, what's her name? Kat Von D is a lunatic, but like it made sense that she was doing tattoo inspired Makeup. makeup like that Long made wear. it made yeah. sense right like full coverage like all that yeah. stuff and so when you see like a Brad Pitt or a Jared Leto or these people who like there has could to be lean in they who could else? lean into what like Jared Leto should have done hair Nick the other one that we wrote down which we decided was a case of elder abuse which one Ozzy Osbourne Ozzy Osbourne is launching a lifestyle. Is it, what is it again? I think it's just a makeup collab, but it's like very disturbing. He, I don't think is even, I think he's left the building. They've, I think they've said, they've been explicit about yeah. that. And you, then they're announcing that he like is, cl- and they have him in makeup. It's really upsetting to look at. I, that is upsetting. This, sorry guys. That It's actually pretty dark. <laughs> yeah, maybe don't look it well. up. I mean, that's maybe the darkest version of all of this. Yeah. Who else do we have who launched that we were going to... Oh, Sierra launched skincare. Okay, we'll see about that. Well, we didn't... We really buried the lead. Tell me. Because if you listen to our last episode... Yeah, so last episode, we titled our Platinum Jubilee episode. And And... we have very bad news to report. Annie's laughing. (laughs) No, I'm not. No, it's just hard for me to talk about. What? (laughs) The queen is dead. Um, queen Elizabeth, that colonial broad, um, or what did Andrew Leontelli called Anna Wintour? Colonial dame. Um, that colonial dame is dead. And I, like, my favorite part of it, I mean, it is, it, I guess it's sad when anyone dies, right? But like, so I, to have a favorite part in someone's death is sort of morbid, but bear with me. My favorite part was when like the day after, or like the five days after she dies and like, I see a tweet that's like queen's cause of death revealed. I'm like, bitch was it 97. (laughs) What was it? Fentanyl? She was old. Yeah. She was old. She was old. Old age. I can tell you what the cause of death was. We don't even need to do an autopsy. Mm, But you know what I heard it was? What? Was <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> no, it wasn't Ozempic. She did die of what old, just old age? Being old. Probably like a heart or like a hemorrhage or a whatever. Like Obviously she was like, I'm done with this. She was done. Like was my like, my grandmother died, I think at ninety two, and at, like she had a fever. She had some infection. She had a fever. She wouldn't even take Tylenol. She was like, I am done with this world. Like I'm done. Oh, okay. She like refused. She was just like, "This is the this is time." Wow. So the queen, you know, may she rest. Um, I hope she was, does. Yeah, me too. This is that I, is not support of the monarchy though, or like I, the history of the monarchy. When I saw everybody was like coming out of the woodwork, being like, "Right, let's talk about how much we hate her now yeah. even more." I, as most women born in the late '80s, early '90s, my middle name is Elizabeth. I text my mom and I'm like, remind me which, remind me what who I'm named after. Elizabeth Taylor. No, it, I knew it was Queen Elizabeth. It was Liz- and not she, Elizabeth and she, Berkeley. And she said, Queen Elizabeth. And I said, yes, mom, but which one? Tell me it's this the one. other one. Oh, the other one. You, I feel like this queen was like, the more recent ones were the least harmful. But those wounds are fresher. True. So which one are you named after? Her. The, the one who just died? Yeah. That's so random. Like, why would your parents... Mom, (laughs) I that's some feedback for you there from Nick. (laughs) Like, what a random choice. What a random choice, Karen. Oh, (laughs) obvious. Is it too obvious that a Karen... What does a Karen name her daughter? Middle name? Elizabeth, after the Queen of England. (laughs) You're really digging a hole. No, Karen, I I love you. 
I do. I don't know if she's ever going to like I see hope she you does. in a positive light ever again. Okay. What were you going to talk about? I want to talk about more celebrity skincare brands. You came out, you found, you remembered another one? Where is that? Did we think of them all? Um, let me go through our list. We talked about Brad Pitt, Jared Leto, Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, did we want to cover Haas Labs? So I think we covered, we knew that it was going to relaunch and then it did. And it is, Lady Gaga is has has joined us in the gutter, you know, or attempted to join us in the sort of beauty gutter where like she's trying to like make TikToks and, you oh. know, it's just like really bad. I, um, I'm just going to say it. Normally we don't like to talk about this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but I do think that, and I don't, and I actually really don't like picking apart people's looks, but I, I have to say it's a bit of a conundrum the born this way you know mother mother monster monster. i've noticed in her it's all like paired back weird beauty looks no it's it's the lips it's the lips oh meaning there's been some augmentation you think allegedly it's right there she's it's right there in front of us i mean they're just it's a lot. Oh, you found the Brad Pitt visuals. <laughs> it's so bad, you guys. It's so number one, uh, Barker Wellness, uh, $95 for a face mask cleanser, $85 for a moisturizer. That's gonna be more expensive than drunk elephant. But that's nothing on Brad Pitt's, which is like literally hundreds of dollars. Yeah, because it's like he doesn't want people to buy it. I don't think so. I what I sort of had read on like the deep reddit channels or whatever they're called is that it's like some sort of thing to like complicate the vineyard and the you know drama surrounding the vineyard that he like was sort of trying to like create something out of it um isn't they have a successful wine brand do they not i think they i think they sold it oh but yeah that was them okay so in terms of other stories oh my god you know what we didn't talk about is Glossier going to Sephora? Oh, I mean, genius. What, what do you want to say? Just that I think it's like, I think that on the coasts, I mean, I this is what I want to say, actually. And you know what? Actually, you can, I have an you opinion can quote on this. Me. You can quote me on this. Okay. 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 Get your fucking microphone mm-hmm. ready. That the narrative that there's been some like meteoric rise and dramatic fall or like whatever you'll read in these like, weird sort of snarky trade articles I find to be completely false and misguided and feels very much like we're talking to ourselves in like a echo chamber because I think in most of the country and certainly most of the world, people are dying to get their hands, you know, girls of a certain age are dying to get their hands on Glossier and the biggest hurdle, the biggest sort of like impediment to growth for the brand has been distribution. Like this idea that they... Oh, are you saying that people are tying the Sephora deal as into like a narrative around the fall? I think so. It was sort of like, oh, they finally had to like give in, just like give in to going into a retailer or something. Like that it was somehow like giving up on the D2C idea. Oh, okay. They were also like transitioning their whole website to Shopify after like building a custom back end. about it. So I think, but anyway, I just see it as like the issue was just that they were not getting it to the people that all wanted it. They well, were not satisfying it, the demand. It can't be a household name Without if you don't have that kind of household, you don't have touch points. That, yeah, because you can say all day long, I'm not I'm not their target customer. I'm not like the girl that stands in line with her three best friends around the block to buy a cloud paint or whatever. Fair. But and I would say I'm like in, probably in that group that's like, oh, I aged out of Glossier. I still use fucking Milky Jelly. I think yeah. it's the best face wash there is. And what else do I use? I use Glossier U. It's my favorite. Yeah. That one's good. Um, but what I use some other products I really like from them. But anyway, um, like the the idea that they're now going to be in Sephora but, and yeah, now available. I can go pick them up at the store down the street. It's like you know when you buy your re- the rest of your yeah, stuff. it's like that's that's good. That's smart. Yeah. So now they can like really be a part of my life more frequently as I need them. Okay, exactly. should we do product of the week? Yes, we have to do product of the week because we I have a whole list. Because um, oh I know we've been oh we have like topics we didn't even cover. What should, haven't we covered? That means we should do another episode. Okay. Yeah. This will be, we'll do it. Yeah. We're How long is this? Oh just my God, under you guys, an hour. This is a really long episode. Okay. Let's go into product of the week. Okay. Do you want to start? I have several products of the week. Me too. Wait, <sighs> wait, should we trade off? Yeah. Okay. My, 
My first product of the week is Tay Noir fragrance oil from Lolabo. So if you like, you know, if you're like me and you sort of hate to admit that you kind of love Centaur 33 Lolabo, but you want something that's a little bit more nuanced, a little bit more sophisticated, not as instantly recognizable, Tay Noir was initially a candle scent that the brand created for uh, the Edition Hotel, like chain. And it's the smell of every edition. If you've ever been to an edition, it's that sort of like thing that Lolabo is so good at doing, which is like sweet, smoky, creamy, florally, but masculine. Um, but they now make it in a fragrance by popular demand, I think. And the fragrance oil, I just like, I'm, it's kind of a fun, the Lolabo fragrance oils are fun. They're not super greasy. Um, they don't last too long. They don't get everywhere. Um, and it's the cheapest way to buy into one of their fragrances. I love putting a drop of fragrance oil in my belly button before going on a date. Oh my God. That's like the most sexual thing I've ever heard. Really? I feel like it sounds like it's like putting it in your belly button. It's like, what's, who's mm-hmm. going to be sniffing down there? I mean, it's the center of your body. It's like the warmest. I just imagine like... It just disperses. It's like, um, it's like a, a heater. Like, you know how... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, a, like the tacky, like... um heater. No, like uh, the... You know, the, you had a Bath and Body Works and they have like the heated... They just like heat pellets of wax and it like emits a fragrance. Oh, oh, oh. Like, um, yeah, like wax right. melts. Yeah. But for... <laughs> but for your body. <laughs> Okay, what do you got? Um, so much stuff. Do you want to start with makeup, fragrance, or skincare? Skincare. Okay, this is a brand, and I know, listen, I am very behind on the times, but I get to name drop them and say that I know them, so. <laughs> and I, I just hadn't been rotating in new facial skincare because my skin had been pretty good for a while, but then, anyway, do. D-I-E-U-X. I can never get this, like, or like French yeah. vowel spelling for any word that has those combinations of letters. This is, uh, it's like a, it was like an, founded by Marta. Two verified Instagram people. And Charlotte. They started started with the reusable eye patches. patches. And now they made And then they made a serum called Deliverance Trinity Serum. And then they made a moisturizer called Instant Angel Lipid Rich Moisturizer. And, um, I started using the serum first because it has CBD and I, after working with um, a client um, named Hudson, Hudson Hemp, I like do actually believe in the power of CBD for topical use. So I tried it and it worked great. My skin was very happy with me. It like cleared up. Where can you um, buy do skin? Just on their website, okay. I think. Um, and then rec- more recently, I, people had been raving about the moisturizer when they heard that I love the serum. They're like, well, you should, why, are you? So you love the moisturizer too, right? And I hadn't tried it. And then they like made me feel ashamed of myself. So I started using the moisturizer. And it's really fucking good. You guys should try it. Okay. I'm in. Does my skin look bad? No, it looks good. Really it looked good, good last night. Um, and then when I get... So we went to dinner last night. And then I went back from dinner and I like picked at it. So now I'm worried that I'm... No, I don't think it looks bad at all. Um, but the stuff is so good. And then... Let me do just wrap this up with my other... Yeah. My one other skincare... Tower 28 SOS, they they made that spray, the hypochlorous acid spray. What? Tower 28 Beauty yeah. launched a hypochloric? It's like their most famous product. This is like their best product. I thought they product. did like lip glosses. They do, but at this, hold on, let me find the spray version. But anyway, they did a serum version of the spray. What does it do? What does it treat? Hold on, I'm going to tell you. People say that this is like the only thing that clears up their skin. And it's a hard ingredient to manufacture because I've looked into it. Um, so you don't see it in a lot of products, but they have this thing called Tower 28 Hypochlorous Acid SOS um, like facial spray. What is hypochlorous acid? Never heard of it. Hypochlorous? Hypochlorous. What did I say? No, no, I know. I probably pronounced it wrong earlier. Sorry. Never heard of it. No. This is copied from their website. <laughs> well, <laughs> your body has like hyaluronic acid and ceramides which we don't know what those are. Hypochlorous <laughs> <laughs> acid is made naturally by your skin. That's what I always say about urea. It's not from urine. It's anti-inflammatory and antibacterial and helps defend your skin from harmful bacteria, reduce redness, and soothe irritation. So it's basically like a niacinamide or even CV, the reason I use CBD. Yeah. It like immediately like calms redness, 
like people have been seeing like an insane results from wow. the spray and okay. they made a serum version because I don't like face sprays. Sorry. No, I just like, uh, if I want to get sprayed in the face, <laughs> I'm going to put some oil in my belly. <laughs> yeah. She's going to, she's going to oil up the belly button. Um, so they made a serum version and it's, it's totally inoffensive. It's like, it disappears on your skin, which is great for this kind of stuff. Cause I don't like layering products. No. Um, anyway, you should get it. Okay. It was the first time I bought it after like literally everyone, they, they wouldn't shut up about it. And it but got is kind it of only annoying. if you have, is it like preventative too? Or is it only if you have like breakouts or redness and irritation? That's a great question. I use it, um, my Under- skin, my skin gets irritated every time I wash it. Like it will turn red. So really? I use it. Yeah. Frequently. I don't know if like, if you don't have redness, like how it'll work for you if you just use it once, but okay. it's really good. Um, my second product of the week is, and I'm probably like too old to be even buying into this brand, but, um, this is actually like a pretty good holiday gift guide present for women to buy their, if there are straight women who want, who have boyfriends or even I think girls can wear them too. I don't know if they make girl sizes, but I think they do actually. Aime Leon Doré. Do you know that brand? Don't get me fucking started. Okay, well, they just released a garden clog. It's like a heavy-duty plastic, like, rubber garden clog with a cork sole. Oh, that's cool. Um, 90 bucks. What? Yeah, and they're great. And they're in stock? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because the reason I hate Amy Leandre, did I say it? Yeah, I think so. They sold me sneakers that are not coming. I bought, I needed sneakers for summer because my new balances, I wore it through. They had no more grip. And so I needed sneakers to protect my feet. And no. then they sent me an email saying that they're coming in spring 2022. <laughs> they sent me an email saying, good news. The materials have arrived at the factory in China. I was like, what? <laughs> that seems, yeah. Well, I got, I ordered these and then like a week later I had them. But I thought the price was so good. They're like a really cool garden clog. They're easy. They could be like a house shoe, walk the dog shoe. Do you have them here? Yeah. They, um, you can wear them with like a cozy sock for winter. They're just like a great thing. And 90 bucks feels like an easy way to buy into the, to the, uh, to the trend, to the garden core. But what about, trend. what about Uggs? So actually I want, I've been meaning to tell you this. Mm-hmm. Ugg now has ultra mini platforms, which are incredible looking. Really? Yes. Oh, I thought you were like saying, cause you're so goddamn short. No, there are like, <laughs> imagine like you thought they couldn't improve upon the, UGG Ultra Mini. Hold on, I have to see this. Should we go to Westfield Century Mall later? (laughs) So it is called the UGG Ultra Mini Boot. Wow. And it's incredible. So mark our word, mark my words, I guess, but you could also give Andy a little bit of the credit. They're actually already on StockX for like almost double the price. They're sold out on UGG.com. They are, yeah, because they're incredible. In every color. I know. Ultra Mini with like a two-inch platform, I mean, what can't they? What can't you can wear them on the? This is my favorite thing people say about buying like clothing or accessory purchases. Is you can wear them on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Don't people always say so, that? Okay, they're they're like a hundred and forty dollars. Oh no, one hundred and fifty on UGG.com where they're sold out. They're now going for. $386 on StockX, resale, uh, like a resale platform. People are insane. Wow. We did that. We did that. We did that. Who were the that first people that ever wear Ultra Minis? Us. Us. Oh, man. Okay, so I'm going to tell you guys the fragrance next. You have to have one more, Nick, because then okay. they're going to kick it back to me for makeup. Okay. Um, so I went and visited uh, my friend Ezra at his store in Malibu called Pretend Plants and Flowers. Don't be confused. They have real plants and flowers inside. And along with like incredible art, like really good, like cool art. Ezra just has like a good eye for art that you can like maybe kind of afford if you got your tax return and it was really good. Um, but they carried that brand Mondo Mondo that does the cool jewelry. Never heard of it. Really? Mm-mm. I bet you've seen the jewelry. Like a lot of like cool fashion people wear it. I'll show you. It's a little like surrealist chunky anyway whatever they have a fragrance line and i bought a fragrance who has a fragrance line mondo mondo Mondo. and i smelled it for the first time at ezra's store and i bought it because i liked it so much and i liked the name even though it's not unique to perfumes because i feel like every modern perfume brand has a perfume called cowboy Mm -hmm. it works on me every time 
You're like, you'll buy into any cowboy thing. I'll at least smell it. I'll pick it up and I will smell it. And this one actually smelled incredible. It, um, it has more of a grass, sweet prairie grass take on a cowboy. Okay. Rather than normally it's tobacco and saddle leather. Yeah. But I'm like, that's a little on the nose. So I love is... how they interpreted cowboy. How much is the fragrance? I forget. It's less than $200. That's pretty good. Um, And it, it's really good. It's really, and you can like, I sometimes overdo it with fragrance. Because it's already in your belly button. So it's like now at that point, sort of like spread to your entire body. I think in my mind, I overdo it. I don't think I actually am those. I'm not the girl that's phrased Miss Dior sharing gets on the subway and like makes everybody sick. <laughs> but I'm very sensitive to fragrance and I can spray a lot of this on and it um, is just delightful. Okay. I so, love that. Thanks. Um, my last product of the week is... You know what our mutual friend told me about what? that you can steal as your product of the week? What? There's apparently these eye drops. And the Lumi, like Lumify or whatever those no, are, the ones that whiten no, your eyes? No, They make your eyes bigger. That seems, talk about something that has a probably very long list of let potential me, side effects. Let me show you. I did it. Let me show you. You don't need bigger. You need bigger eyes. Like you need a fucking hole in the head. I know that that was the. <laughs> that's what I. I insisted. I like shouldn't be doing this, but then I had to for research. Um, I actually have heard about these prescription eye drops. Let me show you the before after photos if I can find them. But it's like temporary, right? For like a few hours or something. Yeah, and I forget. They do it for ptosis. Ptosis. Mm-hmm. How do you say it? Ptosis. The T. The P is silent. Yeah. Ptosis is like when, or it's it's when basically like the, I think it's like nerves or muscle like droops in your face near your eyes. Okay, that's so this before. is me before. Wow. Can you tell? Yeah, that's crazy. It's like... um. Actually, you could really tell yeah, in this yeah, photo. Yeah, it's crazy. And is it just, it, what was it developed for? Oh, ptosis. Ptosis. <laughs> <laughs> So again, this is another off-label use of a medical device. I mean, it's we insane. Can't oh, I have a video of somebody that's like, it's happening to them live. It's like a long video. So <laughs> we'll, we'll take this offline. But like, <laughs> Okay. My last product of the week, I don't have one. I want to just keep it 100. I'm always trying to keep it 100% with everyone here. And so when I have another one, I will talk about it but at the this precise moment i don't wow what's your last one my last one is a makeup item and again i know i'm late but if you for whatever reason need my endorsement to try something oh you know why i tried it because violette uses this product in her makeup videos what is it and it's not a product she makes and i always found that intriguing and in every single one she uses it um it's kosas concealer kosas concealer Which is a brand that has been very hyped since they launched. They've yeah. like done pretty well for themselves. And they this concealer is, a, I think, uh, in the grand scheme of things, a fairly newer launch for them. I tried their brow gel in the past that got so much. Yeah. And I was like, this is like the most basic. I don't. I, so anyway, I just thought the brand was all like marketing hype. And then I tried this concealer after seeing Violette use it. And it's great. I mean, they did it. They, they, I think people can stop making concealers now. Really? Yeah. It's just like a great concealer. Yeah. Does they, not to get into the creases. The formula is one that I really like. I think that you have to be, I don't know. I, I haven't tried applying it. I see girls like smack on concealer and like dab it on with a beauty blender or their fingers on Instagram all the time. And that's not how I would choose to apply this formula. I apply it in like really, really, really light coats with a tiny little fluffy brush. Like really, and it's um, so creamy, so pigmented. The shades, you know, I didn't, I bought as a consumer, not as an editor. So I didn't see how dark the shade range went. I imagine they probably have a pretty wide shade range on both ends because they get a lot of good press for it. Um, But they specifically, because like I said, I'm in the light olive support group. Um, they specifically have really good pale olive shades. 3.20 is the shade. 3.20? Yes. It's a light olive. And pale olive concealers are very hard to find. They always have a pink undertone. Hmm, there you go. 
So that's... I love it. The end of the episode, you guys. So we're going to be back as soon as we can. Um, And if this episode is well-received, then we'll be back sooner rather than later. But in the meantime, you know where to find us at eyewitnessbeauty on Instagram. Hi at eyewitnessbeauty.com. This episode was written, directed, produced, and inspired by none other than Diamond Creek Bomb and Nick Axel Rodwelk. Additional research support provided by Diamond Creek Bomb and Nick Axelrod Welk. Music by Danny Prezan. Our album art is still by Simon Abronowitz. But we would like, I think we need to start, we need to like up the ante with our album art. Well, if pe- do people want to send in submissions? Submit. And we will see you soon. Miss you. Love you. We miss you guys so much. Bye.